On today's show, our exclusive interviews from Media Day with Kyrie Irving, Derek Lively II, Josh Green, and Derek Jones Jr. They share a lot of stuff with us. Kyrie Irving came off loving Dallas and explains a little bit more why. And I think we found one reason why he loves Dallas so much. Derek Lively comes in 19 years old, and you just got to hear how mature this guy sounds. Plus, he starts naming dinosaurs, and it just blew my mind. So listen to all that. On today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks. NBA champions. If you don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. Welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Again, we're going into our media day interviews. This is Kyrie Irving. We'll do Derek Lively. Then we'll do Josh Green. And then we'll do Derek Jones Jr. Had a lot of fun. Got almost everybody. This is the start. This is part one of two parts, probably. We'll do four in one and four in the other. Uh, we missed a couple of guys, but got most of them. And so... I'm excited for you guys to hear our interview. So let's start right away with Kyrie Irving. Uh, last year, a thing that stuck with me is you never got traded midseason. Now you had that experience now. What's something you wish that you knew when you got traded last year? Uh, Man, I think what I wish I knew was how to pack up my home in a matter <laughs> of like a week and then have, um, you know, two baby boys be ready to move with me and my wife. Uh, just ultimately being ready to move in my family. That's what I wish I knew. And I, I, it's no uh, no guidebook when you get traded midseason. And I don't think a lot of the outside world or fans or even uh, you know people that necessarily work within uh, the industry know what it takes to like pick your stuff up and just go to a new team. So, um, but I can say that this organization has made it a lot easier. You know. You were talking about your kids. Uh, I guess it was yesterday, a few days ago, whenever it was. And mm-hmm. I've been my kids. I've been in a different state for a few days. I was telling him, I was like, man, I miss my kids. How do you, how do you balance the kid family life and work life? Uh, it's almost, it almost feels like an impossible task. You know, and I think all parents feel the same because we want to be, uh, in our kids lives. We want to make sure we're there for all their first steps, all their first accomplishments, all, you know, some of the things that they struggle with, you want to help them out. So, um, you know, all that is in the back of my mind. It's always in my heart. But then there's the selfish me of just wanting to accomplish bigger goals and um, motivate myself and show a, an exemplary level of leadership for them so they can strive to be in better places than I've ever been. Yeah. Mavs fans are like clamoring for the comment you said the other day about that you wish you would have spent your whole career here in Dallas. What about, yeah, man. what about this team or what about this organization has been different than past or has been great for you or yeah. standing out? Every organization is different in this league. And uh, I've had uh, the unique opportunity of playing for this is my fourth team. And I, I didn't uh, write out my legacy or, or my history when I was 16 or 18 years old that I wanted to play for four different teams in the NBA. I really wanted to be rooted somewhere where I can grow. I could be around a lot of veteran players, uh, and ultimately I, I can be embraced after my career. You know, of course, the fan base is important when you go to play for these teams, but 
when you have leadership in the executive roles and you have former players that are in GM positions or assistant GM positions or head coaches, it makes a big difference. You know, I don't want to slight anybody who hasn't played the game um, as coach on this level, but it makes a, a huge, huge difference. And it brings me peace of mind personally as a young player to now be under J Kid and Nico. And, you know, these, I'm familiar with these guys, you know, so obviously if they, they probably wouldn't have been in the executive roles in 2011 and that team looked a lot different, but I was just saying in terms of, um, the warm reception and uh, just a player first mentality that goes on here. Yeah, you can't turn turn around without seeing a former Maverick. Rolando Blackman's over here. Jason Kidd's the head coach. Yeah, like, man. Dirk's still around. Yeah, and you're you just surrounded with all that knowledge, man. And so when you're going through the rigors of the season. Uh, sometimes it, it could get very pressure filled. You, you hear the external noise. Everything's championship, championship, championship every single day. But then you have guys who have that experience that could give you that peace of mind. So it goes a long way. You give generously kind of in the shadows. Why? What do you mean? Like you, when you give, um, I feel like there's reports that come out. It's like, I mean, Kyrie gave to this cause. And it's like, it's oh. not, a, there's not a, you know, yeah, there's not no, any fanfare, or like a, a big spotlight on it. Why, why is that important to you? Uh, well, it's been important to me since, uh, you know, I, I can remember. Uh, I've grown up in a church, uh, you know, with my grandfather. He was a pastor of a church. My mother was huge in the community. My grandmother's huge in the community. And we just know how to make something out of nothing. You know, I don't come from money. I, I never uh, really experienced a luxury lifestyle. Um, so for me coming into the NBA, it was literally um, – you know, me appreciating all the sacrifices that my family had to put in for me to be there. I was a 19 year old kid. Uh, they allowed me to grow and mature uh, and and really dream big, man. Like it, who wouldn't want to have a family that supports them? And then also having um, a great environment and community, which I grew up in Jersey, where uh, they kept it real with me, man. They kept it real with me. Of course, they're, they're haters and stuff like that, but I'm talking about the brutal honesty. Like, they would let you know, you know, you're not anything until you get to that main stage. So that's what I was striving every day in the gym. College mattered going to Duke, but getting to the NBA was the ultimate goal. And just wanted to look back and say I did it my way. What's it like to guard Luca? Uh... I mean, I feel like I'm one of the guys that guards him the best. It's probably why I'm on the team. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, everybody's been 30. saying. He gave me 30. <laughs> gave me 30. No, everybody's no, been saying you want to be a four. You think yourself a power forward. <laughs> hey, man, I, I hope that catch wins. I hope that catch legs. Uh, but I, I love messing around with the fans, man. I love messing around with the basketball community whenever I say I'm a four, man, because I feel like <laughs> it's one of the easiest roles to play, you know, and that's just me speaking. All you have to do is rebound. You could trail. You, you got Grant be, coming up next. We'll tell him. <laughs> we'll yeah, please please we'll tell him. It's the easiest role to play. You be loud the whole entire time. You can shoot threes. You can post up. You can rebound. You don't have to pass if you don't want to. You know yeah, what I mean? Like Dirk's a four. You know, you think about some of the best fours in the league in league history. They've gotten that freedom. But um, yeah, for me, it's just about having fun with the game, and I and I love to do the other intangibles that uh, I don't get credit for. Man, I, I love just getting blocks and getting rebounds and, and just being a complete player. We have some rapid fire ones here at the end. What? Give us a good uh, Jason Kidd impersonation. Uh, okay. Rashawn, how, how, Rashawn he, Holmes just he, killed he, it. He probably did an excellent one. Yeah. I, I think I, I probably give you a story better than I could probably give you the actual. <laughs> yeah, no, he is like, if you don't speak when he comes into the room, he's like, hey, how you guys doing? And nobody says anything. Hey, how you guys doing? And he just looks around like, oh, so nobody's, nobody's freaking speaking today? Like, what's going on? Like, you know what I mean? And I think that honesty of just wanting to connect and engage 
not every coach has that. And he's a former player, so he knows what we're thinking at times where he's like, bro, just speak up. Like, I've, I've played this game at a very high level. Just speak up and be you. And when he uh, kind of goes from aggressive to peaceful, I appreciate that, you know. What's something that you learned about Luca last year that you didn't know? Um, Man, what's one thing I learned about Luca? Could be uh, about him on the court. Him as a person, a lot of people have been saying he's really funny. Like always has a joke. Yeah, uh, he's. I mean, he is funny, especially when he gets into his back. He's really funny. Uh, I would say his resilience. I would say his resilience. Yeah, he's he was playing through injury all last year after he got hurt, and you know he he really wants to win for Dallas, and he really wants to be successful. So you got to really commend a young player like that that's come in with a good head on his shoulders and just wants to dominate, and then also be selfless in his approach and still learn the game from other people that have experience. Last one, turn the tables on us. Do you have a question for Mavs media us or, or Mavs media in general? Yeah. Uh, explain to me how MFFL is. <laughs> they just asked Dante a community Exit. or is a large grouping Man. of people yeah. <laughs> that yeah. exist all around the world that it's just kind of like it. If you were carrying like a card in your like wallet to show that you're a Mavs fan, it'd be like, I'm an MFFL, a Mavs fan for life. Yeah. Like, that's the best way I can really describe it. Are there cards out there like that? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm just saying, like, if they should print them. We should like, print them. <laughs> they could be. I don't know. They, they could be. But yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Nice yes, meeting you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Glad to have you here. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. You were the first player thank that you. I ever realized I was older than in the NBA. And I was like, oh. Two months. That was Kyrie Irving coming up. Let's hear from Derek Lively. The second an incredible media day. Everybody's hyped for this guy. Why? Why? Why are people hyped about Derek Lively? You'll get to hear it here next from us. But, but first, let me tell you about DoorDash. You've used DoorDash for your food deliveries. You've used it for uh, getting something to your house real quick. You're like, all right, I need something delivered. And they don't really deliver. The business doesn't, but DoorDash does. Now, the same thing can apply to grocery stores. They can deliver to your house as well. You get exactly what you ordered or they'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you pick them yourself. Want even more value? You can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders on Dash Pass. Go ahead and check out a Dash Pass membership with DoorDash and get easy substitutions and all that. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $25 value when you use the code LOCKDOWNMBA, all one word, LOCKDOWNMBA at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off a $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code LOCKDOWNMBA. NBA. Again, code locked on NBA at checkout for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Let's just start right off right off the top. You look at you in high school, you at Duke, you now in Dallas. What's the biggest difference from, between high school Derek Lively and Dallas Maverick Derek Lively? Uh, you know, this Derek Lively for the Dallas Mavericks has been through a lot more. You know, he knows what it takes to go through adversity. Knows what it takes to be able to just do whatever it takes to win. You know, that matters if if it's blocks, if it's rebounds, if it's points. You got to be able to figure out, do whatever it takes. Jason Kidd said that you came in in August and have been working since then. He said you've taken big, big leaps since then. What are the things that they've asked you to do? What do they want you to take? And where do you think you've taken big leaps? Uh, you know, definitely when it comes to, you know, just my stamina, being able to make sure I can continuously run and talk all the entire game, being able to make sure I get my teammates open, getting stronger, working on my touch, Working on my free throws, my timing, 
there's been a lot of things we've been working on over this past couple of months, and it's definitely been working. You know, definitely the work works for sure. Coach said so. so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How how's the shot? Because you know the the uh, the pro day video comes out, and you hit like I don't know, like fourteen threes in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had people texting us about it, like, dude, look at these, <laughs> look at these threes. This is the target for Dallas. Where's the shot right now? So the shot's always been, we're critiquing it. We're always trying to get it better and we're trying to work on it every day. You know, being able to know that since I'm stepping into the NBA, I'm not given this opportunity to shoot. I'm not given this opportunity to set screens. I got to earn it. So being able to know that I got to earn it in practice, earn it in workouts and so on and so forth so I can shoot it in the games is what it takes. It felt like you shot more in high school, mm-hmm. like the outside shot compared to Duke. How is that hard for you to like, hey, I shot the ball a lot, you know, from the outside in high school and then I, I play a defined role in college? Well, it it was kind of a sometimes it's an eye opener to people whenever they see me shoot. They're like, oh, OK, like he, he knows how to shoot. He has the right mechanics. You know, it might not. Sometimes it might not go in, but it looked good. So I know I have the right mechanics. And if I work on it continuously, it's going to only improve. Yeah. There's been some talk since summer league and probably even before that, like, oh, Derek Lively doesn't know how to set a screen. What would you say to people that would like come out and say that or say, you know, he's got to work on that part of his game? You know, I've always I've definitely got to work on my screens. But whenever I first got here, uh, I thought that it was just understanding what type of screens to set for which player, you know, being able to know your player personnel, being able to know that some people are easy are better at getting around the screen, better at getting around their defenders. So I don't need to set a screen. And for other players, sometimes I need to sit there and really hit them, hit, hit somebody on the screen, almost curse. But what's it like with a different guard? Like you said, it depends on who's setting the mm-hmm. screen. So in a summer league setting where you're playing with guys that you like hadn't gotten to practice with, what mm-hmm. is that like compared to somebody you've played a lot with? So just being able to know someone's rhythm, their timing, and being able to know which, what, what moves are going into, if they like to go right or left. And if they're going right, are they going to go into a step back? Are they going to snake? Just being able to understand their little their little key little factors of just what they like to do and how do I can contribute my own way of doing it. What's it like with Luca then the last couple of days? Man, just being able to understand that if I if I set a screen and get him open anyway and I run to the rim, it's either a, a bucket for him or a lob for me or a putback for me. So just being able to know that I'm gonna make sure I get him open so it makes my job easy. Should you start? You know, I just got to earn it. I'm not going to sit here and say, I deserve to start. I deserve this and that. I'm going to just show y'all that I'm a, every step of the way, every day, I'm going to work for it. You've been working with Tyson a lot. If you could steal one power from Tyson mm. to put in your arsenal, what would it be? Um, His mentality. Honestly, I think, you know, he's what? He's almost 40-some years old now. And he still, like, has the energy of someone who's my age. You know, being able to know that when I watched his game, he was always – either talking to his teammates on the defensive end. He was always making sure that he got his teammates back. And whenever it's time to tear off the rim, he tore off the rim. Just being able to know that if I try to follow in his footsteps, it's a, light, it's a bright future ahead. You're really into Jurassic Park. It's something yes. that we found out in the draft process. Definitely. Knowing everything you know now, Definitely. Park, Jurassic World, all that, if a Jurassic Park existed, would you want to go there? I mean, like, that's a very hard question because, like, you know, it, it's gonna go. It's gonna go bad eventually. <laughs> like, so I gotta make sure I, I get there all. before before everything go worse. I'd probably say that. But like, you know, I'd be an investor. I'd be an investor oh, yeah, with I the make, liability insurance. I'd, I'd, probably. Make, I'd make sure that everything went out. All right. I'd make sure that everybody everybody got out alive. No one get eaten. What's your favorite dinosaur? Uh, very hard. You know, I'd either do a Spinosaurus, a Brachiosaurus, or I'd say a Patasaurus. Honestly, I like the. The real big, yeah. That reminded me myself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to do some fun rapid-fire ones here at the end. Um, Can you give me a Jason Kidd impersonation? 
he's a real laid back dude. Like he's real, just real like go easy, but he's not afraid to just be like, Hey man, you're, you're screwing up. You're <laughs> screwing up. You better fix it. Does he have a thing he always says to you? Uh, I'm still trying to figure out his little, his little sayings, his little meanings and just being around him every day. I still got to get to know him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, are the Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl? If not, who? E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. I'm from Philly, y'all. I love Eagles, but I'm going to be a Cowboys fan when the Cowboys play anybody else. But when the Cowboys play the Eagles, I'm an Eagles fan. And like that, Derek Lively lost the fan base. (laughs) Dwight should start. (laughs) Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. All right, right, real real quick about Luca. What's it like to guard Luca? Hard, very hard. You know, he's just going to sit there dribbling, laughing at you. And then he's gonna he's gonna get a bucket wherever way he wants to. No matter if it's a shot, a little slow step, a little floater, or he's just gonna figure out a way to make you look another way so he can go the other way. What's something you just learned about Luca this this week? You know he's a he's a funny guy. You know he's like a big kid. I've learned that everybody around here has got a big a big character, and everybody's kind of like a big kid. So I fit right in. I got two last ones at the end. Who's the best shooter on the team? Uh, Tim. I definitely say Tim. Okay. Last one. What's the question you have for us? Um, or Mavs Media in general. Mavs Media. How often y'all be? What, what's the? What app do y'all be on the most for media? Like looking for like content. Do you be on Twitter? Do you be on Facebook? Do you be on Instagram? Where do you where do you find all of your media outlets? It's the all media are on Twitter. It feels like that's the congregating place. Mm-hmm. I know all the players are on Instagram. Yeah, that's a fact. And yeah. so I follow players there. Media on Twitter, and then I mean YouTube. We're on YouTube a ton. Yeah, for YouTube, sure. it's like YouTube and Twitter or X, whatever you want to say. I don't really mess with Facebook anymore. Oh, thank God. Uh, it, <laughs> Facebook is going on the down low. It's yeah, going on the low. Yeah, that's out. And TikTok, they came out with yeah. those glasses yesterday. Did you see those? Where I you didn't can, even you can live stream with your glasses. That's terrible. So, like, well, someone could just be walking around and all of a sudden, like, this is live stream. <laughs> that's crazy. I also want to be known that I've been very vocal that Derek Lively should be starting mm. day one. So, mm. don't want to make it feel awkward for. Derek Why Kierke. would that make him feel awkward? Well, I'm just I, saying. I, support I, I hope he's right. I, I, I hope he's right. <laughs> hey, man, thank you so much. Pleasure. It's good to meet Appreciate you. Welcome to Dallas. Appreciate you. We're excited to have you. Yes, sir. Have a good one. Coming up, let's hear from Josh Green, and then we'll hear from Derek Jones Jr. Josh Green. Not a lot of talk about Josh Green going into this year. What is he feeling about his role? What is he excited about coming back to the Mavericks to do? What is he excited to show this season? We'll hear that and more coming up. Josh Green, you're back for another year. Reggie's gone, so it feels like you naturally kind of like lead, like step into this, I'm going to be the guy defending other point guards. Do you prepare differently for that? Uh, Yeah, I mean, honestly, like I go in, I, same goal every single year is just going in and just playing as hard as I can. But I, I honestly, like I even like, even though, you know, some games I wouldn't be defending, you know, the main primary point guard or shooting guard, whatever it is, like I'm still, you know, I'm still preparing for the game as if I am. So uh, I think it's going to be, you know, the same as, you know, last year and just having the same approach. But, you know, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And uh, it's just part of the game that I, I enjoy being competitive. This summer with FIBA, your Australian national coach had a lot of really great things to say about your defense, your point of attack defense. He compared you to Matthew Delvadova, which is probably a big, yeah. a big honor for an Australian. What's that mean to you, and what do you, what do you take from that experience this summer? Yeah, I mean, it, it means a lot, you know. But I think anytime I can play for the Australian team and just be a part of it is, you know, is great. And yeah, I mean, 
I did hear what he said about, you know, the whole Delhi thing. But at the end of the day, man, Delhi is, you know, he's an amazing player, you know, and he, he has been a great guy. He's been a great mentor for me uh, and the rest of the young Australian guys coming up. Um, and uh, he's been killing it right now in the NBL. So it's been really cool to see. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I think, like, you know, part of our whole thing on the Australian team is making sure that we do play hard and we play with intensity. And I think, uh, you know, that, that helps me out a lot. He went to the hospital after a game one time. Does he ever tell you about that story? Or, like, can you imagine that circumstance happening where you play so hard that you, like, go to the hospital? I didn't hear that, but that would never after go After a up. finals game, he was guarding really? Steph so hard that he, they, like, had to take him to the hospital. That, 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 doesn't, that doesn't surprise me, man. That doesn't surprise me. But I love it, man. Whenever I see somebody walking like that, it just makes me mo- motivated to work harder, you know? So it's always really cool to see that. Watching your shot this summer, it feels like your shot right now is so fluid, so confident. What have you done to it, to where it looks the way it does now? Uh, I think, you know, repetition. You know, I think at the end of the day, you know, it's making sure that I'm doing the same thing. Like, last year, you know, it was a big focus on just making sure I made the shot, you know, making sure that I was able to make a three. Uh, But this summer was more like, you know, putting myself in situations where there's, you know, limited shot clock left and making sure I'm able to get, you know, the shot off. And for me, it's like I need to be able to make, you know, five in a row, you know, and, and go on and go on to for me to and have the same shot every time so that's been a big emphasis um and just staying in my shot um and yeah so i just say just being confident with it too what's it like to catch a pass from luca when maybe you're not expecting it or as a shooter like is a luca pass different than you know a pass from like anybody else yeah i mean i think it, it takes a little bit to get used to it you know and sometimes i remember my rookie year like i might as well just hit me in the head you know <laughs> i had no idea where they were coming from but the more you you know you're around it and you see it, you know, you, man, it's like, it's, it's unbelievable. There's some of the passes he makes. What, what went wrong last year Um, as a team? I think it's, you know, honestly, I just, I think, you know, we couldn't really just find our stride where we just, you know, started going on a, you know, five game win streak, six game win streak. And I think we're just trying to find it out. Um, You know, I think uh, we're going to be, I think it's going to be a big difference, though, this year. You know, I, I already feel a huge difference going into training camp. Uh, everyone seems confident and ready to go, and I'm just I'm super excited for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things, you know, every single team, you know, it's not always going to be good. It's not always, you know, everything is not going to go our way. So it's, it's about being able to bounce back this year and be able to, you know, because everyone, you know, everyone has their word, their two cents on our team and what they think, what they think is going to happen. But it's more motivation for us to be able to, you know, perform and do better. And I, I think we really will. That's our job to have the two cents, to have yeah. the two cents on the team <laughs> yeah. to a certain point. Who's the best shooter on the team? Best shooter on the team, man. Listen, I, I would say me, but I'm a, I'm a humble guy, man. But, uh, man, we got an amazing team of shooters, man. Like, it's it's hard for me to say me, man. I can't even lie to you, man. You got <laughs> Seth, you know, just being able to see Seth, you know, just work out and shoot, man. He can shoot the ball very well. You know, you got Tim. Tim's got an amazing shot. You know, I could go on and on and on. Kyrie, one, you know, it's – it's we we got a team full of shooters, so it's, it's very cool to see. What's it like to guard Luca? I mean – it's it's fun. I, I enjoy it. Like at the World Cup, like, you know, I enjoy it, you know, the challenge, you know, because I'm always on his team. So now it's like, all right, now I get to go against him. But I can't speak on that too much, man. We lost. So <laughs> you had the you had the medal. The yeah, year before. yeah, nothing I too much. Him. Yeah. Uh, does Luca like does Luca talk to you when you were guarding him or? Um, 
Yeah, we. I mean, yeah, we definitely talked about the game, but it gets so competitive that it's kind of like, man, like I don't care. Like we're trying to win. So yeah. What's something that we don't know about Luca as media, or something you learned about Luca recently? Um, something nobody knows about Luca. Hmm. I I couldn't tell you that. He's a good singer. He's a good singer. <laughs> yeah, really good singer. Really right. good singer. We have some rapid fire ones here at the end. Uh, are the Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl? If not, who is? Cow- Cowboys. Nah, I'm I'm a Cowboys fan now. Okay, yeah. he's brought fan, he's brought in he's been brought in. Uh, do you have a Jason Kidd impression or something that Jason Kidd tells you? Give a us lot? a good kid okay, impersonation. Okay. Uh, hi, hi. You'll be like, you see how we we play team? You just pause it one more time, Tim. You get a shot, it goes in. Pretty cool, right? Pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool how that works, right? That, that's my coach. Kid. That's my coach. Kid, that's bro. so good. That's my, All right, pretty cool, right? <laughs> Last question: What question do you have for us or like Mavs Media? Um, we'll answer for them and us. Okay. What do you guys expect of the Mavs this season? Ooh, I mean, I, I think it's a it, it. Let's go back two years ago to a deep playoff run to a Western Conference Finals. Let's get back to the Conference Finals. It's got to be top six yep. to me, at least. Make the playoffs, get can't, back, right the ship this year, and then can't play around with that play-in tournament. Yeah, without right. that, easy it. man. Thank Appreciate you. you. Thank you guys. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you. And now let's hear from Derek Jones Jr. Why Dallas? What made Dallas become the place where you wanted to come? Uh, honestly, I was. I say this all the time. Like I was always, I was supposed to be here like four years ago, but yeah. we just never made a deal. Never, never pushed through on a trade deadline about it, and. I just feel like it's just, it was just destined. The time was now. What happened that day? We thought it was, it was like done. we you, thought it was done. It was like you, Dragic, Kelly Linux, something in yeah. those. I don't know what was happening, but did you think you were heading to Dallas that day? Not for sure, for yeah. sure. But I just didn't know at the time, but it didn't happen. So yeah, no, now here you are. I'm glad I'm, glad I'm here now. <laughs> what's sure. what's the appeal uh, of playing with a Luka Doncic? Oh, that makes makes life a lot easier. Honestly, I mean, him and Kai, they both attract so much attention. And they're both willing passers to just facilitate when they see two. So it's like, it's so easy to just get a spot shot or cut to the lane behind my man trying to go double and get a, a wide open layup or a wide open dunk. So life is life is great <laughs> when they're on the floor. What what role do you see yourself playing this year? Um, Obviously, a prob- probably the primary defender. Always on the best guy, uh, knocking down threes whenever my my shots are given, and attacking closeouts and finishing, creating for other other players whenever I get to the rim. Cause, I mean, everybody knows that I, I dunk a lot, and <laughs> that attracts a lot of attention in the paint. So obviously, I gotta sometimes make the right pass, and that's that's I feel like that's what my game gonna be. Like a lot of people have talked about your shot. How have you grown in that over the last couple of years? Your percentage has gone up, but what steps are you taking and what have you taken since last year? Uh, for me, I, I just make sure every every rep I take is mindful. Like I always – it's not about – honestly, it's not about the, the amount of shots you get up. It's just about the, the ones that you get up are, that are like the perfect reps. And I just – I try to replicate everyone the same. If I feel something different, I, I got my, my coach I talk to, but – for the most part, I just try to shoot the ball the same every time. What's it like to guard Luca? Uh, I mean, before I came, it was crazy. I mean, he's he's a different, 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 different talent. <laughs> he he plays at his own pace. 
he don't really let you speed him up. And I mean, that was my, for me, I felt like that was my one thing going against him. That was, that was always so tough. I never could speed him up, never could get him off his own rhythm. He, it's, it's, it's crazy to see that he plays like that. What's it feel like when he gets a shoulder and he gets a, like some speed behind him and just hits you? Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I really don't be, I really don't be bumping people like that. I try to try to keep my arms away, keep my body away. Cause I don't want to, don't want to put it in the ref's hands to call a foul on me and possibly get me out the game with early foul trouble. So, I mean, for the most part, I mean, he is a strong individual, though. Also 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, yeah. So it's, it's very tough to guard that at the point guard position, especially most point guards nowadays ain't 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, so yeah. you really got to battle down there with him. What's something that you've learned about Luca over the last you know couple of days you've been here, a week or so? What's something you didn't know? That I didn't know? Uh, that he's really a big kid. He plays <laughs> like a lot. The third person to say <laughs> that about him. No, like he plays a lot. I mean, it's it's everybody on the team though. Yeah, like we all we all joke a lot. We all have fun. We all, but we we're serious at, at moments where we need to be serious. But for the most part, everybody is playing around. Everybody love each other. Everybody <laughs> joking. Like, since I got here day one, it was jokes. Like nobody, I wasn't eased into it. It was thrown right into the fire with all jokes. So. Uh, can you give us a good Jason Kidd impersonation? Uh, nah, not yet. I ain't really been around Coach Kidd too much to to, to give an impersonation yet. Okay, uh, for sure. I you have to find a flat bill hat to fit in. Turn turn around backwards. I'm just glad he has but, more because yeah. last year it feels like he wore that he same wore Rangers one, one about one, like three months. Like Seafoam Rangers hat. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, wear that. Everybody has been saying. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's been saying he always wants you to respond. Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. the teacher that comes in and is like, "Hello, good morning, class." Hey, how are you? Yeah, and you yeah. really got to respond. Yeah, and I've I haven't really been around a coach like that, but I mean, it helps. Like it just it just makes sure that everybody's engaged, everybody's locked in, everybody's paying attention to what he's saying and what, what's going on in that moment. And I mean, I feel like it's it's honestly a good thing. Honestly. He sounds like a Southern Baptist like preacher, like kids like talk <laughs> back to me. <laughs> um, well, who's the best shooter on the team? Uh, I don't know. The pressure's on. Nah, ain't no pressure. Got a lot of people that say themselves. <laughs> yeah, I was going through that, but I ain't going through that. I ain't going. <laughs> Seth Curry, Tim Hardaway. Just one of them. Grant said himself and was very confident. Not Luca. I ain't gonna say Grant. Grant can shoot though. Grant Grant's a great shooter for sure. He top five on the team. Okay. Well, number one, I don't think he's number one. The Curry family, that's coming. Yeah, he's, it's tough to battle with the Curry family, but like, <laughs> Timmy is Timmy is a sniper. Yeah, yeah. Like, Timmy is a sniper. Can I can I do like a one A one B? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, it's Tim and Steph. Okay. Tim and Steph one A one B. Tim's the one A. You're still picking. You're still picking. You're gonna I'm, make a big one. He comes after A, so you're still putting them in an order. All right, all right. here's an easier one. Are the Cowboys? Look at, look at how the media does that. Are the Cowboys gonna win the Super Bowl? If not, who? I don't watch football. Okay, I respect that. Okay, I don't watch no other sports besides basketball. Just basketball. Yeah. All right. Do I know? I'm about I, there in my life. Do I, do I know football? Yeah. Yeah. Do I think the Cowboys gonna win? Honestly, I really don't know. How. I'm in Dallas right now, so like I hope they do. Yeah. The city gonna be crazy. <laughs> but like I don't know. As long as you don't say Eagles, that's fine. You know it's crazy? Uh oh. That's where I'm from. 
<laughs> I feel like we've had like three or four Lively, players say Eagles. Lively, t- today. Grant Williams. Grant. Someone else did. Hardy did, I think. Uh, we'll flip it around to you. What's a question you have for us or for Mavs Media in general? We'll answer for, for the group. Uh, <laughs> how are the fans? The fans are great. Do you know what MFFL no, 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 means? No, no, no. Mavs Fan for Life. Okay. That's like an acronym. You'll see that everywhere, and it makes no I've sense. Been, but I've been seeing it on Twitter. I've been seeing it on Twitter. Like They be having the yeah. little pages and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen it. I was going to say, fans are great if, like, just in the arena, just offline. Yeah. <laughs> well, the fans <laughs> online anywhere. You can find You can find something. Yeah, but I, fans online is crazy. It's wild, man. I won a dunk contest, and I, I got the most hate in my life. <laughs> After the dunk contest? On my birthday. Oh, my god! The day of the dunk contest. Why? Because they, like, weren't impressed with a dunk or something? Nah, because I beat Aaron Gordon. Oh. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. Trying, yeah. Where's that trophy at today? Uh, it's actually in my room. I play my game in. It sits behind me. So, actually, I'm about to start streaming when I play my games and everything. So, okay. everybody that's watching me, they're going to see it behind they're me every time. It. And if they got something to say, they can just stream? type in the chat. Uh, I play 2K and I play GTA RP. Okay. You have a channel we can plug? Not yet. I ain't even I ain't even started oh, yet. Oh, you got to create that. Kai's yeah, been streaming. Yeah, yeah. He's streaming. Yeah, I, I, I actually had a conversation with Kai about that like two days ago. Yeah. Asking him what made him start and everything. It's like, cause I, I, was, I was thinking about doing it like two years ago, year and a half ago, but I just never got around to you it. You saw all that money Ninja made. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. He's like, I'll never have to dunk again. Have you seen the clip of Luca showing up on somebody's stream? Uh-uh. There's a clip of Luca. There's a guy I can't. I, they were playing Fortnite or something, and uh, Overwatch. Oh yeah, Overwatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were playing Overwatch, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the guy goes, "Who is this?" He's like, "Oh, you know." He's like, "What do you do?" I play basketball. It's like, "Oh, nice." <laughs> you play like on your school team? He goes, "Dallas Mavericks." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Luca. All right, man. Man, we appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Thank Glad you. Thank you for sure. Thank you. Thank you.